Hello and welcome to episode 169 of the regular feed. Oh, hang on. No, wait, Whoa. wait, wait, wait. You're missing out on an important number joke there, aren't you? 169. It's like a mutual sucking each other off with your mum watching. She's the one. She's the one. <laughs> Why are you shagging that person? Your mum's the one. <laughs> this is the new bingo caller. 169, you sucking a man's cock while he sucks your cock while your mum watches next yeah. year. She's the one. Bingo. Oh. I want a toaster. Yeah, hello. It was an auspicious day that we have an episode so sexually charged and we're joined by another I'm man. Just, <laughs> I'm just going to slap my legs together. I hope you can hear that. That's the arrival. The one isn't your mother. We've got someone who's a guest who's not been on it before. Chris Bratters. Bratz. Chris Bratters, thank you very much. Second ever guest on regular features. Do you mind if I... Chris, do you mind if I pretend to hate you being here and then, like, a couple of minutes later... Okay. I'll like embrace you. Okay, it, it, I'll that's just fine. just like the, the readers. They're going to be quite unhappy about this. Oh God! But I'm going to I'm going to ferry <laughs> them they guess. on their journey to acceptance. Okay, by sure. Going, What's this prick doing here? And who the fuck are you? And I, I'm I'm, I'm going to hate you as well. Sorry. I don't. You're both doing it now. Okay. I'm oh, uh, sorry. Hello, Matt. Are you staying neutral on this? You, I can you never GD hate neutral? him. I'm sorry. Yes. I can't hate him. Oh. I'm sorry. Two versus two. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll be neutral. I'm just not getting involved. Okay. <laughs> <Fucking> coward. <laughs> Where have you come from, Chris? Uh, what do you do? Hello, I I I'm Chris. I work. I'm, I'm from Eurogamer, which is why Ooh. I know you people. One of the big boys. Oh, one of those yeah. games things. It's my favourite video games website. That can't be true. I've done some you columns for them. <laughs> They're full of nice people. Yeah. Even the commenters aren't arseholes, which is odd. I told you guys before that I've I've been listening to this podcast for like three years or something. Probably more than that. You you said since, uh, since like, it's probably about four and a half. We've been doing the podcast for that long. Yeah. Shitting Nora. I think think it must be about four years or so. Yeah. Easy. Um, you said to me earlier that you're really glad that you like you said listen to us for a while and you you're really glad you said I've never been on a podcast with Gav Murphy before. <laughs> I'm really glad that it's not regular features. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, I. I Why imagine- are you afraid of that? I'm not afraid of it. Gavin and I have an interesting relationship, and I feel like... He bullies you. It, he would bully me terribly on something like this. Well, I think no one is under the impression that Gav isn't a horrific bully. Okay, mm. cool. As long as we're all agree <laughs> A lovely one, but yeah. Oh, likeable, but that's how they get away with it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's the thing. You can't be an... Ar- well, you can be an arse on a bully, but an unlikable bully is prone to having the tables turned on him at some point. But oh, like Biff, Biff, Biff Tannen. Yeah, he wasn't like an effective bully. <laughs> no. Manure! <laughs> yeah. Gavs, to my knowledge, has never had shit poured all over him. I love that Biff had this ongoing hatred of manure, as if it's like something that you would particularly just be like, yeah, like, of course you don't like manure. No one likes manure. manure. Yeah. Oh, like manure. I hate manure. So, wow. So does fucking everyone, mate. It's like I fell in a big pool of shit when I was about 14, and I haven't lived the rest of my life being like, I hate. Where was shit. there? Where yeah. was there a big pool of shit? Uh, it was you... a cesspit uh, in Scotland. A oh, horse pool. Fuck. I was wearing a. Uh, <laughs> I was wearing a, a wetsuit at the time, so it wasn't that bad. But I did have to go and have a very long shower. Wow. So that's that suggests you were prepared to fall into. No, I. We were on completed. a way. We were on a way to get in a boat to that's go and do something more Biff's fun than falling into <laughs> shit. That's Biff's version of snakes. What would have to be snakes? I hate snakes. What does Indiana Jones say? I don't. Not, I don't want that snake. Ah, oh, fucking snakes. Fuck snakes. snakes. Yeah. 
<laughs> but like, just whereas, fuck them. Indiana I'd do anything Jones. for no snakes right now. <laughs> That's the quote. Let's stop talking about this and do a feature. I don't have a feature, by the way. I've been off doing another podcast. I'm exempt. I've done enough funny shit for one fucking lifetime. Fuck you. Your features. <laughs> Whoa, 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 okay. whoa. You, I can, go, I can you guys don't listen to your own jingles. No. This is fucking unbelievable. <laughs> well, do you play, you pipe the them whole into thing, a producer's The whole thing is ruined. You've got a producer? <laughs> this is... Well, let's do live jingles. Have you got an idea? Do you want a oh, jingle? Shit. No, not really. I like, I, I like yours. Give us a song, give us a song. Oh, you know that I'm not into doing songs. Do no, 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 but just tell us a song right. and we can sing it. Yeah, tell us a song. So I've heard you do this the in the live podcast sometimes and you're like, oh, which jingle should we do? And everyone always says the Game of Thrones one. Yeah, and we really struggle with it because the I TV noticed, show is not on you, TV you, anymore. You did it really well in the in the, the first one, and then the live performances. I feel like you, you've kind of lost. People the, often ask you for the minds of Moria one. Nobody ever asks for strange androgynous sounding person on the end of a telephone. Oh, shall we? Shall we improvise? I'll do. I'll be the phone. I'll be the phone. <laughs> Hello, Feature Central. Uh, hello. Oh. It, 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 it feature. Yeah, yeah. Got a feature, yeah. Is it a home of the feature? Well, I got plenty of features, but... Uh, 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 <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> if, if I could have a regular feature, please. Well, you'll have to be more specific. I can have a regular feature for Matt. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Lovely. Bye. Nice. So, guys, I've been watching television lately. Don't know if you've ever tried watching television. It's a pretty cool thing to do. Weary. A lot of things going on on the old television. A lot of good television. Blankety blank, blankety blank. <laughs> That's great. Blankety blank, blankety blank. Blankety blank, blankety blank, blankety blank. Blankety blank. Come on, guys. There's no way I was falling into Blankety blank. <laughs> I've tried to talk until you were done with that. <laughs> But then I did. Oh, God, you fuckers. Blankety anyway. blank. <laughs> nice. Good. I'm going to do one right at the end of that speech. <laughs> Giving away your game too early, <laughs> sir. So, listen, um, I've been basically watching a lot of stuff recently, and um, some of it's been fantastic. I'd really recommend watching it. There is some good telly out there. The TV series mm. Fargo is brilliant. The second Fargo, series of Fargo is just yeah. effortlessly good. In Blindingly a good television. It's just fucking amazing. I'm snow blinded by the goodness of this snowy television. It is snowy. It is snowy. I've been watching a really bad TV show recently, and it's not actually Fargo. widely thought of as... But not Fargo. <laughs> you have been not good been paying so attention. Yeah. I said that one was good. Okay. So, but it's one that everyone really likes. I've been watching Fargo, <laughs> the cheap knockoff yeah. Fargo. Uh, oh, it's got rubbish bodies. The police are crap. The snow's not real. Oh no, it's rubbish. But anyway, um, I thought rather than talking about this TV series and why I don't like it, I thought I'd uh, I'd try and do my own pilot for a similar TV series yes. that we can, we can go through and uh, just try and try and get a feel for maybe what this TV show is. And why I don't like it. So without any ado, welcome to my fantastic, exclusive, premiere, pilot, pre-review of my television show that, that, just so you know, may contain 
slight spoilers for the actual television show. So if you start to clock what it is and you really care about it, then if I can just start Oh, because I've clocked what it is and I do want to watch this. Very mild and you won't know which bits are and which bits aren't. Okay. And also, it's not very good. So it's fucking boring. Yeah, I've heard it's just really <laughs> long. So boring and nothing I'm, fucking happens. I'm high-fiving you because it's fucking boring. I got to episode anyway, nine. It's blah, 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 blah. I haven't <laughs> even got that far yet. Oh, the, the reader's... Don't know what it is okay. yet. Okay, they're probably go. itching their dicks to know. Yeah, I bet they are. And well, vaginas. <laughs> They'll soon find out the second I do my masculine narrator's voice. <laughs> Welcome to America. Nazi America. Look, it's Times Square. But with a swastika. The Statue of Liberty. Swastika on that too. Probably loads of swastikas all the way up her big metal legs, if you could get a peek at them underneath that big metal skirt. But you can't, because that sort of behaviour would be degenerate. That's another Nazi thing. What else did we forget to mention? Cool jackets, eagles, swastikas? There are more swastikas on everything. Welcome to America, but a not-real version. Amazon On Demand video presents <laughs> The Man in the Shite Castle. Brilliant. Hello, I'm a good-looking Aryan boy who wants to join the resistance against the evil Nazis. What do you mean the resistance against the Nazis? The war ended 15 years ago, and now most Americans seem mostly content with living in a full-on fascist state. Heil Hitler. Don't say Heil Hitler. That's a bad thing that Nazis say. That's true, and I am not a Nazi. I'm a member of the resistance, but why should I trust you? What if you're a Nazi spy and you turn me in? Although arguably, by asking you that, I've just entirely blown my cover. But let's not look too closely at the nature of this narrative progression. Okay. Meanwhile, in San Francisco, there is loads of Japanese stuff. Because the Nazis let Japan take the west coast of America because they were evil buddies in the war. This is the story's most interesting premise. It is interesting. And, yeah, and a bit like um, the Hope Front 1. That had a bit of a divide down to yeah. America too. Yeah. What a good game that was. Well, I guess this cut to another part of the continent means that I'm the second protagonist in the story. I guess I'll bumble into an exciting discovery that'll drive the sense of mystery for the rest of the series, keeping you tuned in time after time and sitting through terribly paced, turgid television. Maybe the series won't even offer any kind of satisfying revelation. Perhaps I should just give up and read the fucking book. Gosh, this monologue is suitably downbeat, but maybe lacking that Nazi shock factor. Let's cut to a scene where something shocking happens. Meanwhile, somewhere else in Nazi America, something shocking is happening. People are being tortured naked. That's a bit Nazi, isn't it? (laughs) Of course, we're used to this sort of thing now because 15 years have passed. What are these grey floaty flakes in the air? That's the ashes of all the disabled people what we now burn. Because we are all Nazis now, and that's a Nazi thing to do. And America's a Nazi state, so lol, YOLO. Gosh, this really is a television show based on the premise that 1960s America is mostly the same, but inherently driven by Nazi values. God fucking blimey, they're gassing some Jews. That's a shocking Nazi thing that Nazis do, isn't it? It's a good job of portraying these atrocities in a way that feels carefully tasteful rather than just running down a checklist of ways that we can remind the viewers that yes, this is a television show about Nazis that contains all of your favourite Nazi things. Have we done a bit about racism yet? Cool, I said a bit about racism. It's almost like you're explicitly pointing this stuff out because you're worried that people might have forgotten about who the Nazis were and what they stood for. I've no idea what you're talking about. This is a high-quality box set television for grown-ups. Cool, is that bloke from Torchwood that looks like a frog? 
Hello, I'm an especially bad pantomime Nazi who dresses like a cowboy and does bad things. Remember that episode when I did weird sexy things with all the cast of Torchwood because there was a weird sex alien in Cardiff or something? This is almost as bad as that, except this time... You're expected to believe that I'm a physically intimidating character rather than a sexually enticing chunk of hot whammer man. I hang up corpses and burn them for fun. Please find me to be a frightening character. Can I just pause there? Was that bloke from Torchwood? Was that Yanto? Yeah, not Yanto, it was the other one, the one who looked a bit like a frog who shagged everyone. The one who went zombie in the second series? Yeah. Fucking hell. And you know what I was like? I, I didn't twig it at all. I, I just was so divorced from what I was watching because it's such a fucking shit piece of TV. <laughs> <laughs> I've, never, I've never heard someone say core out loud. I've only ever seen it. Core. That's a sexy core. Yeah, core. Core. I'm glad core. I've given you the opportunity to try it for yourself yeah. first hand. I hope I did okay. Yeah, you did a great job. It Thank was you. like a natural. You did brilliant. I thought you were a crook. It's like you'd said it before, to be honest. Yeah, I thought no, you'd said it I, lots of times. I'd literally never said it before until today. <laughs> oh, well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed, is what I'm saying. Oh, You're a natural. That's very nice of you to say it. Meanwhile, again, somewhere else in Japanese San Francisco, where it is also fairly Nazi, but not Nazi all the way through, like a Nazi stick of rock, a stick of Reich. Does that work? <laughs> stick of Reich? <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm just not sure where this narrative's going. I mean, I expect I'll just wait until... Oh! Oh, yes! I've bumped into another important character by chance. Gosh, that strange video reel I found at the start of episode one was an exciting hook, wasn't it? And here we are, still plodding along with all these other glacial, uninteresting plot lines. Oh, hello, Nazi man. Who are you? Hello, I'm Rufus Sewell. I'm the SS officer heading up the investigation into the underground resistance. I'm really very, very good in this TV show. I'm doing my absolute best to carry it. I really am. But I'm just one man. Just one sexy, Nazi, Nazi man. Will Matt bother to finish the series? Can Rufus Sewell continue to carry this frankly average television series? Not even average, Matt. You're being generous there. I am, yeah, I am. And who is the man in the shite castle? It's Hitler, surely. Reckon it is. Opposite's Hitler on Opposite's Day. Yeah. Who's got a beard except for a moustache? Who would be in the highest castle? Hitler. Hitler. You just probably just ruined it for yourself, haven't you, Steve? So... That fucking programme is advertised everywhere and I've had people in my pub saying, have you started watching it? I've lost respect for everyone who comes in my pub. I don't want to sell them beer anymore. You know, I'm so glad that you're saying this because so I, fucking... I, I... You're right. I did... I, I, I wrote average, frankly average, because I, I so many people on the fucking internet are going, oh, it's great, isn't it? I've, no! I've watched six episodes of it. It's fucking boring. And oh. I've been watching it just to be like, okay, have an opinion on it. But I just thought, I can't even... I want to know what happened, but I'm just going to buy the book by Philip K. Dick. It came out eight years ago because I reckon they're not going to... I haven't. I mean, if you've seen episode nine, they're not going to fucking. All I'm watching no. it for now is some f- sort of satisfying payoff for the original. What I want pilot. is a, they deliver the reel to the man in the high castle, and this isn't a spoiler because I've not seen it. I'm assuming this is what's going to happen. He goes, "Thanks for that. I'm just going to throw it into this dimension vortex, and what will come out is some ticker tape that tells me where they're planning their next hit, and that's all I can do. It's just bullshit." <laughs> Nine hours of my life I've spent watching that program. Well, I'm stopping. Decided I'm going to read the fucking book. High five, Log. You've just saved me some time. Fuck I love it. you. I love Fuck. you. It's a bad television program. Don't fucking bother. And Amazon is some mother. They don't know what they're doing. I don't see. I've been watching. I've been watching Jess Jones. I've been watching Fargo. my eye when you were spluttering around really like that. Angry. I'll do it again. Don't do it anymore, please. Well, stop talking about fucking Man in the High Castle, then. Yes, Steve. Next feature. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features. Road. 
<laughs> Do I have to start this off? How does that work? Are you going to... Yeah, well, this, is your, this is so, your one yeah. chance now where like, we all have a way of... In- you can just introduce it in any way you want. Hello, I've got a feature. Rubbish. What? Boo. Yours is like... Boo. I'm Steve Hogarty and this is my regular feature. How dare you question <laughs> one of the regular features' regular team? That is w- wow. beyond the pale. Also, I got it wrong, isn't it? Actually, <laughs> shit. Hello, I'm you Steve. don't even know what it is. And this is my regular. No, this is Steve's regular feature. That's it. This is why we This is why I'm guest on the podcast is because Steve is a real prima donna. <laughs> You'll hear what my intro is when I do my fucking incredible feature after, coming up. After this microphone turns off, you are getting slapped so hard, Chris. <laughs> Jesus. Come on, have Christ. another go. Have another go. Be bombastic. What? No, I like that one. No, that is on. me, though. That you, is... didn't, you didn't even introduce yourself. What's your name? Insolence. Oh. <laughs> Hello, I am Chris, and this is my regular feature. I like that. I, I like think it. that's better than yours, Steve. Powerful. Yeah. Wow. All right. Matt, you're a man not to be trifled with, Chris. I know. See me after the podcast, so you have a word. <laughs> so, this is not cool. I just had my, my Christmas party at work, which means that you, you everyone had a Secret Santa gift to sort out. £10 limit. I thought that was pretty generous. That is generous. That's all right. Too generous. Too generous. Well, I got a collection of, of presents. I was going to say, because if that costs £10, <laughs> a collection of presents. Yeah. Which I always worry that if you get more than one present in a Secret Santa gift, it means they didn't know you well enough. And so they just... They, they've Hedging their bets. They tried to hit as many things as they can. Yeah. And hopefully you like one of them. Uh, one of the ones that I got uh, is the expert Tinder strategy. How to pick up girls on Tinder and happening without dating. So that's the key bit. Without that is the key bit of this straight, entire book. Straight to fingers. You pick don't up, want to date. Yeah. Like he, he gets into it's detail at one point about how he's he's against the whole concept of dating. Um, in fact, oh, I, this, I did look up David James. This the sounds author, fucking terrifying. And, yeah, and wow. he, he is unsurprisingly uh, a men's right activist. A men's right activist. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Got him one. Oh um, my god. Yeah, Isn't so, David James the lead guy in? Um, uh, LCD sound system. He's also, I think it's also the, a, a, a goalkeeper for a, a football club. I don't know which football club. How can you be against the concept of dating? It's just going out having a drink and talking yeah. to people. It's like saying I don't like conversations. Why would you want your brain sort of infected with the words and deeds of women when you can hang around with blokes and then just run into a wall and fuck a hole? Yeah. That, that you can only presume See, as a you, woman. You when you it, say it like it. that, it makes so, so much sense. You're making it a sexist thing. Oh no, it is a sexist thing. It really is. Okay. It really is. <laughs> Back it really, in your box, Steve. <laughs> it really, it really is. Like there's a, an argument here that this, this is about you know how to to meet other people that are up for casual sex, but it's not. One you, of your there's an undertone underneath it. One is, of your colleagues, as part via the medium of Christmas fun, has funded yeah. a men's rights. So activist. I think it's an I- an ironic present. No, you can ironically fund uh, this arms isn't dealers. What I wanted. Mate. You're still funding arms dealers. I, you got ironically fund an arms dealer. Well, you can't. Give ironically an example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enjoy. The money, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. No, don't spend it on an international intercontinental yeah. ballistic missile or anything. No. Here's something. I guess Lol. I'll just take this Uzi away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Dickheads. All right. Well, I thought I'd go for a few bits that I'd, I'd highlighted after after reading it on a train. By the way, I had to hide the fucking oh, front man. cover. We've all worked on features on trains. It's it's, it's something you get shameful. Is what it is. Yeah, this, it is. <laughs> the thing I first liked about it when you open you open it up, it's got the title nice and big on page one, and it's also lists his websites and one of them is Dave, David James Seduction wordpress.com I've, I've got a lot of respect for the fact that he didn't buy it the domain <laughs> I was like fuck it if David, same, David James Seduction dot com probably wasn't available <laughs> they'll, they'll deal with the wordpress and it's fine <laughs> um, 
And then in the acknowledgements, this was also a great sign that this was going to be a good read. Um, Thanks are due to all the men who made helpful suggestions on my first manuscript. Secondly, I'd like to thank all the women I hooked up with from online. Oh, that's really nice of him. That's nice, hey. isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, he, he lays out... The... All of them who are still alive. <laughs> <laughs> because I killed someone. Not, not currently in my car. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Uh, he lay, lays out the, the kind of strategy uh, on... I love that you highlight this sort of training. chapter like, one. Highlighting... Paragraph looking like a terrible to, to everyone who watched you. Like, oh, he really he thinks that pa- paragraph. This is, is great. Yeah. Honestly, I was so I was so worried about that exact thing happening that I, I like I immediately got out of my bag with the the front cover bent around like this and kept it very very close to my chest. Oh god, that makes it look worse, doesn't it? It's like, it's like you're humping <laughs> a book about. That's only going to make it more obvious that I, that I'm interested in this. So. The overall aim of this guide is to assist you in reducing the amount of time and effort expended in using these services. I think that's Tinder and Happening. I don't know that's how you say it. Happening. I just like to say Happening. It's ha- um, happen without an E. I know, but Happening is such a fun if, word if to say. Like to, uh, the readers would like to look it up. Okay. In adding to the enjoyment and possibilities of your sex life, by real enjoyment and possibilities, he's, he's misspelled possibilities there, um, I mean selling the greatest chance of having girls engage in threesomes with you. Have phone sex with each other. Do you sex shows over cam and ultimately come and fuck you with no other dramas or obligations? Have phone sex with each other. Yeah. What, like, (laughs) while you're off at work. (laughs) (laughs) When when, when are you going to do it? Oh, you've already done it. Oh, it's smashing. That's cross country skiing. That's that's brilliant. (laughs) Happily skiing on a mountain, grinning because you know two women are having phone sex with each other that you made happen. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, you in the first chapter also. It does become quite obvious that this this isn't necessarily the, the nicest person. When dealing with women in general, you can be very safe and end up leaving 90% of women comfortable around you with 10% mildly interested in you, or this is the strategy that he would suggest, you can end up having 90% of women very frustrated with you and 10% extremely horny to find the nearest bed or even just a dark corner. Oh, okay. it's like I a find carpet a bit bombing strategy game. to yeah. be more conductive to a satisfactory sex life. So, yeah, there's... Yeah, but those 90% of women on every night, they start talking to each other and yeah. saying, there's that fucking rapist. <laughs> the thing is about David James, author of Expert Tinder Strategies, I'm not entirely sure he has had sex. I, <laughs> the more I read this, the more, like, there are these bits, and I get the, like, he's got to promote the fact re- that he's he's sexually active because that's his whole, his whole angle. Because there's a bit where he goes, what you really need to do is get near to the lady's belly button because that was where the magic happens. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's this. like, set, once... Once the once the eggs are out of the way, sex <laughs> can be an enjoyable activity for both parts. Just, just get the eggs out, <laughs> stir it around like you are making and a stir nice, it around, nice, yeah. nice gravy in a carcass. Just unzip the like, flaps. Like <laughs> chapter one, he's saying he's Put saying them over your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I just just go out and then get. What the does he actually out? say? He's saying like the inter- this is like uh, early kind of picking your photo like the advice he's saying mm. that at first he tried out a leading photo of him fucking three women at once just to see what would come back <laughs> what how was his dick doing that yeah and, and unfortunately he got, he, got a, he got a warning email from tinder and the photo was removed i just like that i that like is that a that's classic brag like but <laughs> well, he was warned by tinder happened. and that was the only copy of the photo i had <laughs> <laughs> you probably haven't met these girls but, that's, yeah. a, that's a fucking yes. Weatherspoon's brag isn't it oh, I almost got kicked off Tinder the other day I uploaded a photograph of me shagging three women also who's taking the photograph of him fucking the three women the fifth person who's having a break yeah. Yeah, like 14 the, horny women 
women <laughs> using a massive camera. Does this really thing for <laughs> an inflatable camera? <laughs> so he's done photos. He's like, use a good one. Make sure your dick's not in it. Although Tinder won't be happy with that. And then he's like, what? <laughs> what you want to do is, yeah, okay. Don't just sw- don't just swipe right on everyone. How but- to obey the terms and conditions of a service? <laughs> but like. <laughs> Pick the women that you you think are attractive. Like is genuinely one of his. Swipe right on the people that's... you fancy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's actually one of oh, his. Oh god, that's fantastic. No, I, I mean to be honest, a lot. Like aside from that, before that, like that could be advice for LinkedIn. Just like yeah. don't put a picture of your dick on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to attract employers. It's breaking the terms and conditions. Yeah, nice photo of you. You've done your photo. You you swiped on the on the women that you like. Eventually, right. you get a match. And this is this is really the core to his whole strategy. Is that. What you want to do is you, you <laughs> call her a fat bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> What's a fat bitch like you doing on here? Um, how on dare this? you swipe right on me, you fat, awful woman. <laughs> Basically, he asked them if they want to meet up a hookup. There's a, a forward slash thing going on here. Maybe it's depending on... Oh, right, okay, that's, 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 the, that's the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they say no, then yeah. they, it's like, bam, gone. No, no. longer a match. So, don't waste my fucking once time. It, once again, I would at that stage. If they said no, I'd say, well, I don't care because I don't like you anyway. Goodbye, I'm that's because you're an expert nigger. What did you say? Jesus Christ. Great sentence. Matt, thanks. We've got we 169 episodes without saying that word on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. If they ask for specifics. You know how racist I am. It's just Specifics difficult. of what? And if they don't, but things appear positive so far, I let them know that I want to fuck them. That doesn't mean that I it. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I subcommunicate it. It doesn't mean that I use innuendo and jokes convey it. It means that I let them know that I want to fuck them. So basically, th- this is actually the whole the whole thing is pick a good photo without your dick in it. <laughs> Swipe. That's so key. That's so crucial. You, so You'll people, fall down at the first hurdle yeah. if you have a dick in a photo. Swipe right on the on the on the ladies that you, that you like, and then you tell them that you want to fuck them. And if they say no, you you unmatch. And that's that's. And if they say thing. yes, then you tell them. That for a second time I continue to want to fuck you and just see if you've got any common friends on Facebook and if they say no they don't want to fuck you maybe tell your mutual friends that they've got <laughs> a slag as a mate this uh, sorry I'm almost I'm almost done with it now but there's there's another another story no, here no this is brilliant just okay. keep going okay. another story here which suggests to me that this man has not had sex I had two girls I was seeing, both from Tinder. Both had come directly to my house for the express purpose of sex, and I've been fucking both of them concurrently with them both knowing the situation and no problems with it. That's excellent. One day I saw the opportunity to take them both to a sex party and have a threesome with them, both with a load of people watching. At the start of the night, I introduced them to both to each other over some social drinks before the action. The two hotties started talking to each other about their Tinder experiences. They started debating whether it is dangerous or not to go straight to a guy's house on the first meet, which is his whole thing. They both told each other, with me standing there, that they would never do that because it's too risky. They had both done exactly that with me but denied it to each other even with me standing there this is this is probably my favourite line of the whole book I called them both out on it laughed at them and later on fucked them both at the same time in a hot tub (laughs) 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 it's not true David James that is not true I don't believe you I don't believe you they thank me for they thank me for pointing out what the mistruths of their research <laughs> and then ask me the way to the nearest hot tub yes so David we are duplicitous and, when speaking to other women but and the, and the right. example. and if we lie to each other imagine the lies we tell to you men <laughs> once he's you know initiated the communication he's invited someone around I'll have my place completely ready for the occasion and at most 
I'll offer a drink and give her time to go into the bathroom first to do whatever it is that girls Women do, do. In there before they have sex sometimes. <laughs> the man, the man. Wow. Whatever the hell it is, they Love do that. to what their is awful it? bodies, <laughs> their weird, mysterious bodies. So, Chris, how many women have you fucked since being imbued with the knowledge of David James? I only got it last Wednesday. Well, then how, so how many? Like seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I so this is the thing I wanted to I wanted to try and get a bit of Gavin Murphy about this and actually reach out and, and talk to him. I did sent, you? I sent well I did, but he didn't get he hasn't got back to me yet. So yeah, on Amazon there is it's only got like seven or eight reviews, but they're all five stars or four stars. And I, I'm not entirely convinced that some of them weren't written by David James. David James himself. <laughs> himself. But I did leave one myself. Um, what score did you give it? We'll get to that at the end. Okay. It'll be a nice oh, little... He hasn't tried it yet. Yeah. He hasn't been out on the town giving it all, has he? So yeah. he doesn't know how good the book is. Oh, God, so I probably shouldn't have left this review then. It makes me think that Amazon aren't going to actually publish this because they, they didn't like some of the words or something. I don't know. <laughs> some of the words. <laughs> but anyway. What the absolute sodding hell, Dave. Never has a boot been so falsely advertised. I purchased Expert Tinder Strategy at the start of the month, hoping to pick up a few tips. So there I am, following your guide step by step, chapter by chapter, I pick a nice photo. Only swiped women that I found attractive. To be honest, both of those steps seemed a little on the obvious side. And finally, if anyone matched, I explained that I'd be well up for having sex with them if they fancied it. So far, we're golden. Well, that was all about to change. I arranged to meet up with this girl, right? Victoria. She's easily an eight or a nine. Great, I'm thinking. We go back to my place. She asks to use my bathroom. Seriously, what what do they do in there? (laughs) And before you know it, we're having sex. Loads of it. All over the place. This is absolutely smashing. (laughs) Anyway, it's getting on for about 11pm by now and she had to get the train here. So she stops over at mine the next morning. Yet more sex. Get in. Followed by (laughs) a nice little breakfast at this place I know around the corner. We we start talking about something unimportant. I can't remember what it was now, but I do remember that she's... The the way she smiled, the, the sound of her laughter, the way my heart seemed to beat faster than normal just to be sharing this morning with her. The entire day passes. We we talk so much and it's it's sort of wonderful to be honest. We go to a park, I tell her about my family, we hold hands and suddenly we've got these these jokes, these daft little things we do. I won't explain them, they're a bit embarrassing really. <laughs> but they're ours and it's it's nice. That Dave was nearly two weeks ago and I, I've been seeing her every day. Now I don't want to jump the gun or anything, it's still early on, but I think I think I might want to marry this girl one day. Have kids, maybe. I, I want to know her and for her to know me. I want to be a better man, a worthy partner, the, the man she deserves. I'd like to see that smile for the rest of my life. So, Dave, I ask you, what the fuck, mate? I'm supposed to be shagging two women in a hot tub right now. <laughs> Do you know how expensive it's likely to be a razor kid these days? Google says somewhere around the $245,000 mark. Well, I live in Brighton, so it's probably quite a bit more than that. It's not cheap here. And getting married, that'll cost... I just wanted to have threesomes with women off the internet. This is worse than that time I bought the game and then the author did an interview with The Guardian about how his book could help nurture a culture of lonely men that are now terrified of meaningful relationships. One star out of five, headline, the book's a bloody joke, lads don't buy it. There we are. <laughs> oh, that, was that was lovely. Oh. That was really good. Chris Pratt, I, have no, I am no longer resentful of your position on this podcast. <laughs> oh. And we'll proceed to hug you at moments during Steve's I feature. Just, I just sort of want Victoria to be a real person. Yeah, me too, oh. man. Oh, Jesus. Breaking my heart. I've been censored are by you Victoria. <laughs> Do you listen to regular features? Have you got a touch. girlfriend, Chris? I haven't got a girlfriend, no. Oh, God, no. Next feature. Regular features. 
We are best friends But you wouldn't know Because you've no friends And now it's time to see his regular feature That's the one Steve's Forgot Story It's not as good as I'm Chris Bratt and this is my feature Oh god, don't do that, please That is Driving Instructor once told him I was really good and he never said it on the podcast before. At least I don't think I did. I uh, <laughs> hope I didn't, because now I'm going to. This is a story that I was recently reminded about. Remember my driving instructor, Mohammed? <laughs> you all remember my driving instructor, Mohammed? I do. I don't remember what was notable about him, he but I do car. remember you had one, yeah. He hated the Jews, much oh, like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's why it wasn't a notable thing for me. That's <laughs> just good. But, he, yeah, no, he didn't like them because, like, he hated that they hated Muslims. And he's like, well, mate, Muslims, we're the only one who never persecuted you. You tell me this every driving lesson. He was a <laughs> <Excellent>. funny guy. <laughs> I liked him a lot. Driving lessons are strange because, like, you have to spend 40, 50, 60, 70 hours in a little box with someone yeah. who you would never normally be friends with. Initially, I thought, you know, I'm going to have to tell him that I'm gay. Because that's going to be... How else could you explain the gear stick up your arsehole? (laughs) (laughs) The gear stick up the asshole (laughs) was uh, fairly self-explanatory, I think. Um, Right, but the... It's just when you turned around and tried to kiss him that you got really frustrated. (laughs) Do what you like. Or asking him to deal with the clutch because you can't quite reach it from the gear (laughs) (laughs) The day after I told him I was gay, and he was so cool with it, like, he loved it. We had conversations about how, like, like, he doesn't believe... That um, you can be gay, but that he's totally okay <laughs> with someone who is. Right. But he told me a cautious tale. And this is <laughs> oh, what God. brings me to what I'm going to say to you today. And I've written it down as best as I can remember as so this he is, said this it. this is a caution to anyone listening to the podcast who may be gay. If you are gay, listen to Muhammad's story and take from it whatever warning lessons, <laughs> a warning lesson oh. <laughs> that you might do. Okay. And this is what Mohammed said to me. There was this gay guy. Let's call him Steve. <laughs> and he was gay. And he liked going to parties. And he went to this party with a bunch of other gay guys. And anyway, he fell asleep. Or they drugged him or something. But anyway, yeah. He woke up the next day. And his stomach was hurting. And he went to the doctor. And they poked him. And they prodded him. They tried to find out what was wrong. And they couldn't figure out what it was. So this one doctor, the highest-ranking doctor at the entire hospital, said, I know what we'll do. We'll X-ray your stomach and have a look inside. So they put him in the X-ray machine, (laughs) and they did their scans. And before Steve even had his clothes back on, the doctors were running into the room. I'm going to remind you, this is actually a story that Mohammed told me in the car while I'm learning how to shift up to third gear. Prep for surgery, prep for surgery, they were all shouting, and they put Steve on a stretcher and they charged out of the room with him. Get all the scalpels ready, shouted a nurse. (laughs) All of them. And they ran into the operating theatre with Steve on the stretcher, and they got their big surgery light and they turned it on, and they washed their hands and they put on their big blue aprons, and they brought out all the little scalpels on a little tiny trolley. Aren't you going to sedate me? asked Steve. No time for that. But the doctors didn't say anything. They just kept prepping. I'm still awake, said Steve. Please lie down, said the nurse. So Steve lay down, and he waited for the mask to be placed over his face, the mask that would send him to sleep. That didn't happen. They tied his head down with a leather strap, and they placed something hard and plastic in his mouth. 
Steve couldn't see what it was. Then he felt the doctor stab a sharp knife into his stomach, just underneath the ribcage, and pull it down, down, down. And it felt like it was lasting forever. And Steve screamed, and then he, and then he fainted. And then he woke up, and in front of him, the doctor was holding something. We took this out of your stomach, said the doctor. It's Wilson the football. <laughs> we took this out of your stomach. Was it? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't, uh, you're gonna, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've already guessed Wilson the football. I, I forgo my gun right to guess. So this was an actual story that Mohammed told me. Was it a wooden egg? <laughs> was it a snow globe? Or was it an iPhone? What the fuck? I was expecting one of those. At uh, not least what? to be a flask of a flagon of spunk. Yeah. <laughs> nope. What? Oh, I think it was a wooden egg, because uh, Why? because gay people are barren. And, they're <laughs> and he mentioned we've mentioned eggs earlier in the podcast as well, and I'm, it must be a callback. It's got fucking egg, uh, wooden eggs on the mind. This egg, one. A snow globe. It's getting broody. iPhone. Uh, uh, that's cool Why? gay men and their disposable incomes they can afford iPhones can't they afford <laughs> it and not only one, they wear them on their wrists and fist each other and leave them up arseholes because they can just buy another one tomorrow because they ain't got kids fuck <laughs> that's true it is a very I'm gonna say, I'm going to say snow globe because it, it's no one has mentioned it yet but it seems so absurd even within this list of absurd items mm. snow I'm going to say a snow globe full of spunk I thought you were just giving us the answer no no it was a wooden egg it was the oh, answer oh yeah I thought it. I thought it. That's the story Mohammed told me about a man Why? who had a what, wooden, what's egg. The wooden egg. Because men don't have real eggs. Is it because he didn't believe in like the opposite of like if you believe in Santa, he's real. If you don't believe that gays don't exist and you think you're gay, then a wooden egg appears in you. <laughs> no, it's because he was drugged and raped, and they shoved a wooden egg up his asshole. Smoothly well wooden <laughs> egg. You don't know it was smooth. It could have been yeah. unvarnished. I've never seen. You seem to know a lot about a this wooden egg, egg that wasn't bug. really finely sanded and well painted. I've, I've never, never seen, seen a wooden egg. I've, I've never seen, seen one, one that was inside a man. Well, I've, no, I've seen lots of wooden eggs, and they've all been yeah. I'm mean, with log on this. They're, that, like, they're all presentation gifts. Where, where do you, and if he's bleeding and they sort eggs? out, ideal for fucking getting into your guts. Where yeah. do they? Where'd you get a wooden egg? Mohammed just told me to watch out. The only taxi driver I've had that gave me a cautionary tale about being gay then got his dick out and said it would be a privilege for me to receive his seed. (laughs) Did that happen to you after that immediately? (laughs) He did produce a very small wooden egg. (laughs) (laughs) Wrapped up with a skin collar. Are we talking Kinder Egg, Cream Egg or Mini Egg? Small Easter egg, bigger than a red wow. egg. Wow, that's a that's not small. That's a big egg. Isn't that bigger than a mini egg? <laughs> bigger than a, bigger than a quail's egg. Smaller than well, a egg. Well, that may come across as being <laughs> sorry, but bigger than a mini egg isn't a, isn't a guarantee of a massive egg. <laughs> bigger than the smallest <laughs> egg that's you can think asked, of. That's why I asked fucking Kinder egg. Kinder eggs are that about that big, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're literally the size of an actual egg. Oh. Next week on Regular Features, we'll be lining up all the eggs and rating them one to the next. Well, listen, I personally thought that 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 cautionary tale from uh, Mohammed was a bit offensive. Why was it offensive? It was he was trying to help me out. But at the same time, what I was going to say is I hadn't finished. At the same time, his advice did help you to pass your driving lesson. So it did. I passed on my second attempt, and I've only had three giant wooden eggs up my (laughs) asshole since then. I think it's time to end the podcast. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us, Chris. No problem. You I did hope, it. I hope my feature was Chris, your feature shit. was the best of the night. It was. I vote you. Whoa, what about my one? Oh, really good. You need to tighten up the intro. 
I don't mean that at yeah, all. No, I don't see. I don't yeah. mean that. I genuinely don't mean that. In the, no, Chris. Chris, he needs to be told. He's not the golden boy he thinks he is. He could do with a bit of tightening up at the end of his eggs. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Regular Features. If you've really enjoyed Regular Features, you can um, come to one of our live shows. Jack and Ori. That's the story. That's the story. January eleventh, yeah, uh, twenty sixteen. The futuristic year of twenty sixteen. Canalcafetheatre.com. We've already sold quite a few for January eleventh, and uh, we still have t-shirts as well. So if you would like a t-shirt you can get a t-shirt for £10 by sending £10 through PayPal to regularfeaturespodcast at gmail.com and then just let us know your size and which one you're coming to because we've got two live shows now we've got January 11th and, and February 1st February 1st so let us know which both one you're coming to both of those to. dates are available you can find them on our website yep uh, regularfeatures with dot, dot es dot before the es yeah it's confusing uh, but just it's google regular features you find it or go to canal cafe theater and you find them on there and if, oh, if you don't you can just yeah. you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and you can support us a little bit uh for every podcast that we do and with that we do deliver it down the download to you thank you very much for listening bye 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 bye